0: You're listening to the Can't Sell This podcast, dedicated to projects past that never saw the light of day, with your hosts, Hugh Elliott
1: and Stefan Grambart. So here we are um, with another recap episode. Yes. I am Hugh Elliott. And I am Stefan Grambart. Yeah. I have really appreciated the fact that you've changed how you pronounce your name distinctively. (laughs) <laughs> From Stefan to Stefan, Stefan. I like it. <laughs> You've changed it. You've changed Why not? it since we started recording. And I have, yeah, um, because because it became a, an actual thing where someone who was not us said it. <laughs> no. So listeners, uh, for the record, Stefan and I have had a, a number of conversations about how I edit out <laughs> a lot of content <laughs> on our recordings. So that but the whole you, chunk yeah but you're getting oh. you're getting a lot of the stuff that I would normally edit out because oh. because I think these these recap episodes sh- should reflect what our normal conversations are it's like okay yeah fair enough that's good um, i had a friend message me and said you know uh, i have really enjoyed listening to your podcast, and I, I really like how you guys sound like you're just having a conversation.
0: Mm, yeah, I heard that too. I heard that from and
1: before. I said uh, that is extraordinarily gratifying. Yeah, and cool. I had to edit all of that in so that it made it sound like we we're having a conversation, as opposed to a lot of dead air. Yeah, <laughs> that's not true. I, I don't have to do that much usually. Usually, it comes down to like how I'm trying to figure out my next set of words in my mm. sentences. So that's mm. where I get a lot of gaps. So if I'm trying to make a point, there's a lot of moments. Well, because it's of not silence. Rehearsed. <laughs> not ever. No, we're not rehearsing yeah. anything. Which there's no reason that we couldn't. <laughs> no, I know. And I, like, but you, we're definitely not. When you watch like late night talk shows, you'll see the host start
0: bringing something up and. Um,
1: yeah, they'll make a joke about the fact that, oh, yes, I do actually know how to juggle. You or, know, and, or or even just the,
0: you know, earlier you were saying blankety blank. And yeah, I've, I've realized like now that there's, there's often, um, or at least in some of the stuff that I've taken part in, where... There's a like a a preamble conversation that happens a half an hour before you're on stage, and yeah, everyone sort of yeah. talks about stuff. And I mean, I've done it before with panelists as well for panels that I've sure. moderated, because then you kind of ha- have an idea of where, where the conversation is going to go beforehand. We don't do Dude. that here. We we just literally have the conversation live, and it's true. It's true. I don't know. I, I it's it's refreshingly different. It's working. Yeah, it's working.
1: Sure. I think. I think it's working. I don't know.
0: And but. I think these recap episodes are sort of the byproduct of that because one of the things that happens when we have these conversations is that we don't really explore everything. Um,
1: No. And it gives us a chance to digest. Yeah. I think, you know, in in a lot of situations, uh, I think in every situation, our conversations end and I go, Oh, I wish I had brought this up. And, uh, You know, we're we're going to talk about The General, which is episode two. Yeah. And um, specifically, there was something in in listening to that episode again, and it was while we were recording it that I really twigged to it. But you talked about um, that you were writing or you were you had written you were you're doing something involving private military companies and you had. You had used the acronym pmc at one point i, I said like oh my god what does that mean and you're like private military company i was like holy shit, that's amazing <laughs> but but in the moment like we just kind of went and glossed over because we were talking about my idea but i really was interested in in what you were pursuing and i wondered if it was something that we could fold into the general like if it was something that you know we we had discussed at length um the reveal like how do we make it yeah. so that the pastor um sees that he's lost because he had to lose that was the way it was all right. gonna play out was that he was gonna lose and you know we had this this idea like he was walking past a series of displays and the displays were essentially the evolution of this this pmc uh thank you stefan for that mm-hmm. um but but the 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 concept was that by the end of the tour, and it wasn't—he never really twigged to the fact that it was a tour. He just saw these things. Um, he was—he had lost. And I—I've been curious since we re- we recorded this thing, uh, that episode, excuse me. What was your? Is it okay for you to share your yeah your I, I your think PMC ideas? Uh, to an extent, I mean, I I did.
0: I did mention that it was part of a project uh, that had me sort of um, uh, investigating. Oh or, gosh, or, well, no.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to like get into any kind of IP stuff. So, no, no, no,
0: no, no. It just it had me. It had me researching um, Gibson's Sprawl trilogy, and uh, the question I was right. always interested in was, and I think I mentioned this in the episode, is how how do we get from a world like ours today where there's powerful companies but nothing that really rivals the power of of a, a national government
1: like, but we, we didn't we didn't explore this and it was one of those things that you know in re-listening to the episode we do have that is what we're you know we're talking about that an awful lot right now especially in american politics where um you know on the right people are accusing this george soros of yes being the architect of so much and he's like this big you know guy who's a billionaire and then on the on the on the left there the accusation is that the Koch brothers are in you know they're in in cahoots with the republicans and they're the reason that all the obstructionist actions happened uh right. during the obama era right so i would i would you know. Playfully suggest that the, you know corporations have a ton of power. Yes. over and government right now. I think that
0: I think w- where that limit is, though, is is is, and that was trying. What I was trying to get at is absolutely. I, I agree with you, and and without sounding like a conspiracy theorist, I believe in all that stuff. That there's sure. a lot that that uh, corporations and and just if you boil it down to it, money has a lot of influence in over over mm. everything, right? That that's the driving factor. Yeah. The line is drawn at um, at military might, at military power, right? At the the ability to hold yes. the land, right? Like you can you can have well, a corporation and you can you can own things, but it at some point somebody can take it, bring in a tank and 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 take it from you is what I'm saying. So but yes. it, but if you are a company that ha- owns your own aircraft carriers and battleships and tanks. Now, now you are a force that not even a military can come and 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 take you out.
1: I think I think most governmental militaries would take exception to I think they probably have a hierarchy of equipment situation where they're like you can have a militia. You could have 200 guys or a 1000 uh, soldiers or whatever they're the people that are your feet on the boots on the ground for instance but dude you could not have apache helicopters taking off from from aircraft carriers you know right. that is right. the domain exactly. of, uh, of a of a government uh, governmental, yeah. uh, a governmental military national army yeah yeah um, and, and so that's where I, I, yeah go ahead
0: so just my my whole idea was like how do we get from a world where Multinational court, or like today, we're to Gibson, where multinational corporations are the governments of the world. They they have more power, and governments just don't even matter yeah. anymore at that point. And then I said, well, yeah. if, if you had a if you had a, a corporation that was global, that had headquarters in, in on every continent in almost every country, and uh, one of its divisions was a was a PMC that essentially rivaled. Most uh, national armies, you know. Then all of a sudden, yeah. you have a, an entity that is well, shoot, nobody can take them on. Um, but anyways, uh, that's sort of that's where my idea was going. Was this idea of how do we get from here to there? So I was looking at yeah. this idea of a story about a, a privatized or a private military company uh, plus a, a high tech company. And how they they work hand in hand. they sort of merge at one point, um, and and sort of are now on their way to becoming this this force to be reckoned with, but a right. lot of it also had to do with how does this this PMC gain so much power within like the American nation, right? Like uh, and in my idea they uh, they were called upon by the American government to to work for their interests in a conflict where they couldn't be seen to have direct influence,
1: which is literally everything. (laughs) Oh, I know. And this is the thing is, and, and the, the, the scary thing is when I was working on
0: this project, um, which is now two years ago, um, like I was, I was thinking back to the, the Gibson books and how, um, you know, for instance, uh, the net and uh, and intrusion countermeasures and all the stuff that the hackers right. in his book use was started in a conflict between the united states and its allies and russia and yeah. um and by the time i was reading gibson you know the cold war had ended uh, the soviet union had fallen apart russia was sort of in a strange limbo and Right. You know, it just looked like the communism was on its last legs, and
1: yeah, there were strongholds in yeah. China and, and Cuba, but that was kind of yeah. the end of it.
0: But yeah. but now in 2016, as I was writing this, I was reading about these conflicts in the Middle East and in Afghanistan, and and how uh, you know like the US and, and Russia are allies in some of them but they have they have separate interests and the, the U.S wants to back one side of, of the of the um, Civil War and the, and Russia wants to back the other side and I was like this is we're getting into the situation again where we have the Americans so now fictionalizing it the Americans yeah. um, can't be seen to be involved in, in stopping this coup so they they hire an outside source. Uh, you know, it's like black ops type stuff, but, you know, they have plausible deniability, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And this this PMC just starts to become so indispensable to the the United States government, especially because they are the ones who then go to the tech companies and say, we're not just going to be a fighting force. We are going to be the most advanced fighting force on the planet. And the scary thing is this also feels a lot like that... um, Tom Clancy game, the Call of Duty, Advanced Warfare,
1: I think. I don't know. Anyway, sure. It was the the one with the
0: with the, <laughs> the the Uncanny Valley version of, of uh, uh, Kevin Spacey. So, uh, okay. great great trailer. It was it, same idea. It's like a PMC, and you you as a player play for this uh, as a, are a soldier in this privatized military company that has all this high tech stuff, and they end up being not the best people in the world. So. But, but that's like a shooter game. I wanted to do it more as like kind of like a boardroom version of Game of Thrones where it's all about like backroom deals and uh, betrayals and uh, secrecy and, uh, you know, government dealings. You know, closer to, um, uh, bleh. why can I not remember the name of the show? Uh, Claire Danes. Uh, Homeland. Homeland. Thank you. So something, welcome. Cl- something closer to that or uh, one of my favorite shows that uh, did not survive very long, but is a is a great, great show. If you can ever see it, um, Rubicon It's a great, is a good show. I don't know that show. Oh, it's it's weird. so good. It was, it's like a, it's like a, a military analyst show. Um, huh. James Earl Badge. James, yeah, James
1: Earl Badge. No, uh, James, James Badge. Badge Dale. Earl, Dale. Thank you. Yeah, he's best name ever. He's <laughs> by the he's way. in it. He's in it and he's awesome. Uh he's really funny. He's he's a he's a fantastic actor. Rubicon. I, yeah. Okay. Rubicon. he was in uh Iron Man 3.
0: He was in Iron Man 3? Oh yeah, he was mm-hmm.
1: in Iron Man. 3. Yeah. Yeah, he was one of the I get hot guys. <laughs> Shut up. I get, whatever you mean you know what i'm talking about like temperature because i get physically warm guys
0: yeah like like it, it looks like there's fire blasting underneath my skin yeah. Effect. yeah.
1: What do you want me to say? Lava yeah. dudes? No,
0: it just like the hot guys. I like the... I, that, like that I
1: get hot guys. Digress.
0: He's... But a superhero team called the hot guys, and everyone's like, oh, they're, <laughs> they're really attractive <laughs> people. No, no, it's the Human Torch you and you Magma and um,
1: Volcano stop Man. Stop objectifying these people. <laughs> what? I'm not. That's what they called themselves. HG's. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's show oh that God. let's show the hot guys stop <laughs> no there's no there's no can't sell this episode of hot guys unless it's during pride weekend and then we'll have that conversation <laughs> <laughs> anyways the pmc's so here's okay, the, here's the question right. i have and we you know like we we i i don't i didn't ever like delve into that aspect of right it in 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 my my thinking, my thinking, always involved the psychology of somebody that is trying to call somebody else out, and you know, we talked about the Watchmen and and how, you know, the best part of, in my mind, the best part was where the guy was like, "We're gonna stop you," yeah. and as as an Ozymandias, it's just like, "Stop me!" I've already <laughs> you know? done it, yeah, like, bitch, please, you know, like I I like that to me is 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 how. You know, it is how that, that, that movie, play, that short film plays out. It's just the, the, the idea is like, dude, it's already happened. And and did you not mm-hmm. pay attention to all of the stuff that all the people that are part of the short film watched? You know, you mm-hmm. walking past these things. You know, I, I, I so I was very curious because I, I kind of thought maybe you had an insight to how the formation of a, uh, a PMC would happen. And it it would come down to, like, it would really come down to, like, security happening for one thing. And you did a good job, so let's do another one. And now you have a big contract, so hire a bunch of guys. Or hire a bunch of soldiers and and whatever.
0: Yeah, and I think um, it's funny because my thoughts about it after listening to the episode and uh, sort of thinking about uh, part of what we had talked about and where I hadn't taken it yet is... I know you're you're seeing this as a short film with a very straightforward mm-hmm. story between the pastor and the general. Um, sure. I feel like there's a lot more to explore in this idea, what? and it could be a separate idea. It could be uh, like a like it could be unconnected in any way. Because please, let's not start any more cinematic universes. Um, <laughs> but yeah. But the, like I I kept picturing this this character of. 17 year old kid who is climbing the ranks of this game, yeah, right? and it's just he's like, like the, the scene I pictured is him on, on transit coming home after school, and he's just, he's like, Man, Marcus 2086 just, is, is, I just got I just he's gotta, got he's yeah. got that, he's got that fucking build, you gotta that, log in. Yeah, I gotta log in because because he's got the he's got the new equipment. He's gonna be you know dealing twice as much damage as I am in the game, and, and I'm mm. I'm gonna start slipping. I gotta find a way that I can you know like figure out what his weakness is. you know it, it just like it this all consuming game for him. Yeah, right? you know totally like um, like I, I've started playing uh, more online games with with my friends in Ottawa because it's just a great way for us to to sort of hang out and have and something stay to connected. Do. yeah Yeah. and i mean like half the time we're just shooting the shit in the game anyways and, and not really paying attention to what we're doing but other times we do get a little bit involved but there was a there was one day where um we were talking about this one guy in the leaderboard of the sort of player versus player section of the game we were playing and he he has is
1: it is it an embarrassing game? What game are you playing? No, it's the it's the division.
0: It's Ubisoft's oh. the
1: division. It's okay. So it's like so a Tom Glancy. Yeah,
0: post-apocalyptic, yeah. which is also ties into this
1: whole like oh PMC stuff is kind of cool. No, 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 that's cool. I did. I yeah. mean to yeah. throw you off. I'm just I'm just curious because yeah, leaderboards are like that's like there are people playing it and it's a thing, right? And guys, okay. so so my buddy Brett
0: and I have been playing for a while and. Uh, we're like, oh, going into the dark zone, which is where the the player versus player stuff is. It's it's tough. It's hard. We're not we're not great players, especially not in the PvP stuff. Like we we get our asses handed to us all the time. Sorry if I'm embarrassing you, Brett. Um, but <laughs> he's not a listener. He doesn't care. He's also a,
1: <laughs>
0: a far superior player than I am in that game. So, uh, and he and he was like, yeah, check out this guy on the leaderboard. He's like three times. He's got three times more stuff done this month than his closest c- competitor and it's yeah, but holy shit and it's what, also what like kind of time com- is he spending and compared to us it's like well that's what he said he's like this guy's got to be playing 24 hours a day like it's insane like we know how long it takes us to do stuff in that dark zone and it's like an hour to get like right. a, a pittance you know and he's got like a fortune and we're like i just and i'm like is he a pro player is he you know, a Twitch streamer who happens to be playing all the time because that's literally what his job is. That anyway, could be a thing, right? So, that
1: yeah, and, could be it.
0: and that's. I started thinking about that because this was something that happened after we recorded that episode, the, the general episode. So I started thinking, oh, man, like that that guy, that's the guy who's going to become the the, the the real soldier in yeah, the story. Yeah, but what sucks
1: about that is that guy is not going to be in good shape.
0: No, but, but like but that's where i'm getting at with like like taking that that experience that we had in the game and taking the idea of of what the general is doing and combining that so this idea that there's this kid yeah. who's you know coming home he's he, he 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 wants to get to the point where he's the best player in the game and he's like there's like a, a, a tournament every year where they mm-hmm. they list the top 12 Players of the year, sort of thing, right? And he's in the running. He can actually break that top twelve. He might come in eleventh he, if he's really lucky. He'll come in tenth, but he's like he want he he he's now worried because there's another guy who's been climbing the ranks quickly and has been like earning more gear that's going to make it easier for him to win. So now he's like oh, I got I got to beat this guy because it's it's not just the prestige, but it's also there's like a a a, a um. A paycheck involved. So, I mean, there's been a lot of controversy about esports recently. There's been some tragedy surrounding mm-hmm. esports, mm-hmm. Um, which I think also plays into this to an extent. Like, you could almost make the story yeah. just be about a game and still have all the same themes. I mean, I don't want to derail the story of the general, but uh, I mean that in itself is another interesting story. But I think story. that you
1: know, it, I, I think you know, it's funny. We, we discussed heroes very briefly last time um in the recap but the nice thing about heroes is there are distinct storylines that converge and diverge yes that that i think could happen here yeah so there's there's nothing wrong with following the 17 year old player whether or not that that's the pastor's son who i think we called kyle I think that's what, I'm, what I was kind of getting at was this idea. But, but it'd be interesting to follow f- follow a, a player yeah. and then follow the pastor, who, who's who's coming at it from the point of view of someone who's older and doesn't care about leader boys. Leader, sorry, leader boys, Leader boys. Leaderboards. I've had beverages. Leaderboards and uh, and scores and you know the Boy. amount of lucre you can accrue and
0: well i mean uh, let's let's say we're we're, we're keeping it to the idea of making this a short film um and if we want to make it the the very pretty much the story of the pastor and the general and their bet Mm -hmm. and um i like the idea that um the other characters that we add into that is is the pastor's son, the one who is climbing the ranks, who is,
1: yeah, who's right? disassociating himself from this other stuff. Yeah, and I think who that doesn't that's, know
0: anything about it. That's how we. That's where the reveal is is the convergence of those three char- characters, right? Totally, totally. So, so, so here's than, the thing: is like, okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, just rather than doing the the the, the scene of of the tour right mm-hmm. um for the for the uh, for the pastor right rather than show the pastor what's going on we show mm-hmm. the audience right we show the audience through the the perspective of the son and what we we need to establish is just the uh, the the idea that the, the the pastor knows that his son is playing a game he knows that he actually makes money playing this game yeah Um, he knows that the game has
1: taken him away to to like
0: camps where he like up until
1: the point that he recognizes the general he is okay with it yes exactly because he sees it as self-sufficiency and then like
0: yeah and then he when he realizes that this isn't just a game this has something to do with the, the bet that we made
1: right yeah oh my gosh yes. he, he doesn't he doesn't
0: even need to see anything anymore he understands it he understands it because he knows his son has been going to camp his son has been getting in shape his son plays this shooting game his son talks about the shooting game all the time and then the last thing that we see is that his son is when he go like it's like the going to camp thing he's, he's not a, going to camp he's going on tours yeah he's going
1: but, okay, so what would make what would make the, the, the son's story even more kind of compelling, you know, as he's coming of age and um, he turns 18 or whatever, is when he gets brought into the camp and he sees people being rejected for being out of shape. Yeah. The, the, you know, there's a certain criteria of fat content or whatever, uh, BMI, mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. That, that you have to have to, to be accepted. Mm-hmm. So... You know, he is, you know, he's always been fairly athletic and there are there are other guys that are about his age that are athletic and they're getting in. But, you know, the big fat dude who, who actually has been farming for 24, 24-7, yeah. he's just being rejected. Yeah. And he walks out like, well, you don't know what the fuck I'm capable of. And, you know, meanwhile, like there's a bunch of guys in the back going, you know, honestly, you can't. You yeah. can't do what we yeah. want you to do. Like, yeah. it's great that you can hold a controller and enjoy yeah. the top ranking, you know, Yeah. or become a trainer be or something. I think I think it's like because because if you want to bring in someone who's young, you need to make them feel that they're accepted. Right. Yeah. So you you let them see people get rejected and then yeah. go, oh, my God, we are so happy to have you here. Yep. Yeah. Oh, totally! Oh, we're so yeah. psych- we're so psychological. This just...
0: even just the idea that you know the past is well. My son's been playing this game, and it's it's a pretty violent game. But I'm you know I'm not I'm not a luddite. I know I understand. I'm not worried the, about him. You know, he's not, he's you know, a good he's kid. He's a good kid. Yeah, yeah. you know like I, I I raised him right. Plus the game has gotten him for for whatever reason. You know like he enjoys this game, and he's and he's making he, some money. He's making some money, but he's also getting fit. Like, I see him out yeah. there, and I see him running, and I see him training. And when I asked him about it, he said that, you know, the, he was the game inspired by the it. game. Yeah, he was inspired by the game, you know, and he... Um, but th- it would be interesting
1: if the game suggests that. Like, it's yeah. like the game says, like, hey, take a break, come yeah. back. Yeah. You're not going to lose your spot. I want you to... We, yeah. we need you to run for, for 15 minutes. Yeah, Like, I, that would I mean, be an interesting part of it, part of the game, is, is the, the guy architected credit. physical fitness yeah. you know it's like hey Absolutely. listen you need to do this and you know, if you can tie in like like an apple watch or like exactly or something, yes so like so like it knows like yeah that,
0: that dude actually like and that's you know, part of that's part of the reason that they get accepted and like the cool thing would be we have the if, record like you know? and then like one of the things that you learn is like oh no no we, we you know the general could this is where he could be saying something like this to the uh the pastor and now we don't have to do it this way, but I just like the idea that he says, oh, no, like like, we know who the ones are that are fit. We know the ones who have been doing the workout. We, we get this information yeah. from the watch, so we know who is going to make it in past the, 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 the initial front door selection. But we bring them all in. But we bring in a bunch of, of, of rejects yeah. just to reject them. Just to make those other people. I mean, feel that's, good. I, I don't think like that would
1: ever be part of the story. I think it would just be like it should be something that that it, more intelligent people would get. Yes, exactly. It's it's um, it's uh, uh, alluded to. Like it should be like the kid. Like when you're following the kid's story part storyline, is that the kid gets an alarm from the watch going like, "Hey, you should jog for five minutes." Yeah. You know, and the kid just yeah. stops playing, and jogs in place. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like, and he sees like all of a sudden he gets credits or he gets yes. the money involved yeah. with that thing, yeah. and he's like, "Holy shit, this is amazing!" So yeah. like, there are there are all sorts of kids who have been sent the watch. Yeah. Oh my god! See, so and the Stefan, way I this is, is why we talk about this. this oh, is I like I really like this. This, this right becomes now. a thing. This becomes a thing. Like it's, I am super stoked about this.
0: I think the idea too is that there's this games company that. And and then there's the PMC and they're both very sort of like at, at arm's length from each other. So mm-hmm. that so that the um th- there's a moment like, you know, because the game would be in in popular culture, everyone knows about it, it's one of the most successful games out there, right? You know, it'd be like how people it would have to about be. Fortnite yeah. or or Call of Duty, right? But also the right. idea that they're like, you know, this company is really forward thinking. They've they've you know, when you buy the game, you buy you get you can also buy this watch. You get the watch, yeah. yeah. You buy a certain or level, and you get
1: the watch, you get the and it, whatever. It, it
0: it incentivizes you to, to to be physically active by giving you in game rewards. And, yeah you know but you could um,
1: be shitty at it and still getting good at your game you know yeah. or are still getting still getting physically fit yeah you can be shitty at a game and still like doing yeah. some jogging at yeah. least you're getting like a some yeah. kind of
0: reward and then the idea is that holy think, shit dude like what if the general character is publicly attached to, to the games company right right and, yeah and the pastor the pastor doesn't oh no hmm I'm just trying to figure
1: out. I really think, yeah, I I really think that the trigger behind it is that the pastor hears the guy's voice, and I mean that's that's been the the concept from the beginning: is the pastor hears the guy's voice, and he goes upstairs and sees his son, son like accepting some manner of reward from the general. Yeah, the general is his buddy, you know, and he's like, "Holy shit, this is crazy!" I was so the thing I was thinking of is, um, is
0: the general publicly associated with the pmc and the guys who made the bet were like well shit he does kind of have his own military he already won the bet or is which kind of screws it up or is the the general (laughs) i'm just thinking this out out as we talk but is he associated with the games company yeah and then the friends are all like well you made an army but it's just a bunch of kids in a video game it's not even real right and then yeah but not at all right well like but then he's like that the reveal then is that oh it's it's an actual military like that it's not a yeah. game, like it's yeah now i mean the weird thing is and this is something that we didn't discuss last time but did you know that the the u.s military funded the development of a first person shooter game pr- primarily as a recruitment tool
1: yeah no i knew that yeah. okay okay good <laughs> i was like
0: because if you didn't know that i was about to blow your mind <laughs>
1: Because you were like, what? Yeah. And did you know that Mel
0: Gibson became a
1: pastor and his son was involved? Stop. Like, it, I feel, you know, it's funny when I said, like, oh, Mel Gibson was my target in terms of the pastor. It's just, you know, Mel Gibson is, you know, over the course of 20-something years, like, Mel Gibson has been, or 30 years maybe. Like, he's he's been in so many movies in which I'm like, oh that's a hero and then he's a total dick you know so i feel i feel bad you know that i was like mel gibson was my target for the pastor i mean like there are other pastors you know who i okay so this is this is to anybody that might be listening if you have a a connection to wes bentley he would make a great holy shit oh i think i know who you you mean all right. Well, Wes Bentley is, he's been super low-key, but he is yeah, an this amazing yeah, yeah. actor. You looked Dude. him up? Yeah. yeah. He would be a great um, pastor. Oh, that's
0: so weird that you say
1: that. Oh. Um, yeah. He would be a great pastor. He would be a great pastor. I would, I, listen, for every actor that we bring up, as as like you should be in this role. If we do not get those people in this role for whatever it is that we're talking about, I'm gonna feel kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna feel Hold bad. On. I mean, seriously, but West Bentley could so, be an amazing pastor. So
0: I I want you to look up Ben Barnes.
1: Oh, okay, fine. Whatever. I'm gonna look it up.
0: So Ben I, Barnes is another mind. actor. He was in. Um,
1: uh, you can hear me, my thumb like clicking on my homes.
0: Westworld. Button. He was in Westworld, but more importantly,
1: it, was he the, the guy that went totally nuts and became? No,
0: he uh, was the he was the reason that the guy went totally nuts, and he was like the brother-in-law, the the douchebag uh,
1: brother-in-law. He so is also he would be the, the game developer guy. <laughs>
0: he is also. Um, a character in the Punisher series on Netflix, where he yes. runs, where he runs a PMC. Shut up! That's He'll, right.
1: And okay, but he can't, so he can't be in our show. Yeah, no, he, no, let's do it. Let's get him in. That's no, the, he can't. No, he can't be in our show. We'll just. Well, I just want him to. Can, I want. Him I would to like come. to figure out John uh, John Bernthal. I I need to get him in there somehow. <laughs> Like if only for can, like. Can he, we just, he's
0: just? Can we just please try to cast actors that we know here in Toronto? Because I think we should. I, I don't know that many actors
1: in Toronto. Do you know? Okay, of well in Toronto, we'll find some. I think there are some. But can we get in Joe Toronto. Bernthal to be the pastor? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Joe Bernthal. My my bad. I, you're not a pastor. But I mean, like, he could literally be a drill sergeant. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Okay. He, he could. Yeah. So. So we just missed TIFF, but next TIFF,
1: judge me. That's we'll, we'll go. You Let's know what? Can't and... tell this is gonna be at, at TIFF. Yeah. Can't tell this go. is gonna be like there for sure. Just
0: to to meet John Bernthal and say, could you please be in our um, at call? West
1: Bentley? I assume he's done something. And Ben Barnes. All all three of them. West Bentley was in was in the the latest Mission Impossible, and he he walked out in the movie, and he was the husband of. Tom Cruise's ex-wife. Yeah. And I was like, and I said to my buddy, oh my God, Wes Bentley. <laughs> I love Wes Bentley. <laughs> he's so good. Like he, yeah. he, so he was the guy in American beauty. Yeah. Who, who had said like, oh, that bag. is so beautiful. I've never seen anything. It's so beautiful. And you know, he is, he's really intentionally taken roles that, that are, uh, you know, important to him. I, I am so stoked about where this can go, and I think again, as a recap episode, uh, you and I are gonna be spending some time writing. Yeah, I think
0: so. I think we should, and I think we should we should definitely put a script together for this as
1: a short. Hey, Stefan, do you wanna uh, write a short film with me called uh the General? Uh, can we work on the title? <gasps> <sighs> Mother Yes. We can work on the title. Yay, that I'm in. If, if you're if you're talking about it like it's it's got to be called PMC. No,
0: no, no, that sounds terrible.
1: Yes, but the general sounds really awesome. The general, I just, I'm thinking the wrestler, but uh. With, oh well, you come know, on, like no. the general.
0: But no, I just mean like like the general is is not the, the
1: the, the I don't know. Is he the focus? I don't know. I don't know. Kind of is. Kind of is. I don't know. All right, whatever. I'm in. So, I'm in. I'm so in. So here we are. We're, we're now at the end. Uh, and uh, this has been Stefan Grambart. And Hugh Elliott. For Can't Sell This. Thank you so much. This episode of Can't Sell This was produced in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. All creative content contained in this episode is copyright Stefan Grambart and Hugh Elliott. Intro voice by Jeff Wright, recording engineer at Studio 306. Intro music track is Energy by Not Of from their 2015 album Peak. Questions or comments can be sent to admin at can'tsellthispodcast.com. Any other information can be found at can'tsellthispodcast.com. I you.